This episode is brought to you by BetUS.com. Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your MLB, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. Bet US for 125% bonuses with the promo code DSP125 or 200% bonuses using crypto with the promo code DSP200. Customer service pros are ready to get your phone, social, and online sports betting kickoff started now. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry. Bet US. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. Hello, Aggies fans. Good morning. Welcome into another edition of the Aggies Daily Blitz. I'm your host, Tim Ham. Welcome aboard this Aggie train for this Friday morning, September 24th. It's Razorbacks week. The Southwest Classic at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. Tomorrow, I believe at 2.30. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. And how excited are we about Razorbacks week? Um, probably a little more excited than we were going into it um, <laughs> before the season started, right? When you looked at the schedule. Oh, Kent State, Colorado, New Mexico, Arkansas, Mississippi. Oh, we're just looking at Alabama there in week six. Well, look ahead no more because watch out as these Razorbacks are ranked number 16 in the country. After two very convincing wins, well, let's say one very convincing win against Texas, Um, and then two opponents in Rice and Georgia Southern that you really, just because you're Arkansas, you should win those, right? So we'll say one convincing win, uh, and then two games that you should have won. But uh, yeah, if you were looking ahead... If you're not paying attention to the SEC and you look just looked at the schedule and thought, uh, hey, you know, Arkansas, that'll, you know, we've, Aggies have beaten Arkansas every year that they've been in the SEC. So they've got that nine-game winning streak going for 10. Um, and, made a, but if you haven't been paying attention this week and you're just looking at Arkansas like another cakewalk, like New Mexico was, like Colorado should have been, like Kent State was finally late in the game. Um, you're sadly mistaken because this is a good, good football team. They're very, very similar to the Aggies. Um, they differ a lot at the quarterback position. If Haynes King was still playing, I would say they differed less at the quarterback position, but with Zach Calzada in there, Zal- sorry, you guys correct me when I say his name wrong. Zach Calzada, even though now I've got people telling me that's wrong too. You know what? Until I meet the young man in person and talk to him this weekend, tomorrow at the game, uh, I'm just going to go with one or the other. I'll just mix it up. And you guys can keep telling me I'm wrong. Uh, Zach calls out, of course, under center for the Aggies. He's not quite the running threat that Haynes King is. Definitely not the running threat that Arkansas quarterback KJ Jefferson is. But this one's going to be exciting. Um. The Aggies, of course, looking to keep their season unbeaten, and they're they are. They're let's all say it. It's fine. They're looking forward to Alabama, even though you got Mississippi State on the second. 
We're all looking at Alabama, especially after that Florida game, thinking, man, this could do it. We could do it. This could happen. What's up? Let's let's worry more about Arkansas this week because I'm not sure they're going to be the cakewalk that we thought they were going to be uh, before the season. So Sam Pittman, he's got this team wanting to run through a brick wall just about every game. They're playing hard for him. He's uh, He's got this team prepared every single week. Doesn't matter who the opponent is. Just look what they did to Texas. And all of the Longhorns fans are like, yeah, well, if Casey Thompson played that whole game, things would have been different. Yeah, well, he did. <laughs> he didn't play till late. And, yeah, they looked good late after Thompson came in. But you know what? That defense was prepared for, for uh, card, not for Thompson. So they'll be prepared this week for Zach Calzada for the A&M rushing Attack. Um, we know. Let's go. Let's see. Let's go through the uh, series. And of course, man, one of my favorite things about Aggies in Arkansas is, and you, some of you young pups won't get this, but I'm an old Southwest Conference guy, and I know there are some of you guys out there that don't even know what the Southwest Conference was. And for those of you that don't know what the Southwest Conference was, I urge you, if you have access to this computer phenomenon, and especially this fad called Google, go Google some Southwest Conference stuff, and then go over to that YouTube and maybe look up some old Southwest Conference rivalry games, because there wasn't anything better. Southwest Conference football back in the day is what SEC football is now. It's It was pretty badass, I'm not going to lie. And, of course, the Aggies and Arkansas were longtime rivals in the Southwest Conference. I loved those games. And uh, I still get nostalgic every year. And I have every year, especially since 2012, when this became an in-conference game again, uh, that the Aggies have dominated. But I'm not so sure that domination is going to continue. But uh, we'll get into my prediction here shortly. So, yes, Arkansas overall holds a 41-33-3 series edge over the Aggies. As I mentioned, the Aggies have won the last nine. But out of those nine, uh, they were decided by just one score. So they've been close games. Arkansas has played A&M close for the last decade. And, uh, of course, Razorbacks last beat A&M in 2011. That would be Ryan Tannehill's last season as the Aggies signal caller. We know that the Aggies have that revamped offensive line, that very, very, very young offensive line that is the biggest question mark on this team now that Zach Calzada has sort of, I guess you could say, found himself, found the offense. Uh, now that he's getting all the the reps in practice, he's got a couple of games under his belt. He's got his confidence back. He's got this offense kind of figured out. So that was a huge question mark when King went down, how Calzada, Calzada was going to <laughs> Jesus, uh, respond. And we all worried there after the Colorado game for sure. But um, now the biggest question mark here is the offensive line. It is still the biggest question mark on this team without question. And it is really my only pause to say that this game – would be close if the offensive line was last year's offensive line i don't care who's playing quarterback i don't care who's playing defense on the other team AM, this this would be a 30 point blowout no question but because of the question marks on the offensive line 
gives me question about the team. Um, so they need to be firing on all cylinders. <clears throat> uh, we need a strong performance from Calzada. And uh, we need the offensive line really t- to gel. We know what the defense can do. We know what they're capable of. We know what they did against New Mexico. They're not going to shut out Arkansas, although they should keep Arkansas um, in check, I would think. But, uh, you know, speaking of defenses, the Arkansas's def- Arkansas defense is not the pushover itself. They're averaging just uh, allowing 3.97 yards per play on from a defense and holding teams to just 16 points. I mean, look who they played. I mean, there's a reason for that, other than Texas, Rice, and Georgia Southern, okay? So, those are stats that they should be putting up. There's no question. And I am real, as a lot of Arkansas fans are, I'm sure, I'm real interested to see what the defense can do against somebody like Texas A&M. So, that's going to be one of the things we're going to be looking for. Uh, They limited Texas to just 256 total yards. 150 of those yards came uh, in the second half, late in the second half. And a lot of those yards came after Casey Thompson was put in at quarterback. So lots lots of fun things to look for. We know what the Aggies are going to be trying to do. Jimbo Fisher is going to be trying to establish the run game early. Both teams really will be trying to establish the run game early. Um, because, you know, you don't want the game to come down to Zach Calzada's arm. I don't think Arkansas wants the game to come down to K.J. Jefferson's arm. He's not the most accurate passer in the world. Again, his biggest threat is to run. So, Arkansas will try be trying to establish that run game with their running backs and with K.J. Jefferson. Of course, uh, A&M will be looking to get uh, Isaiah Spiller going early. Going to need to get the... Uh, I mean, look for Devin A. Chain. Look for him to run the ball some. Anaya Smith probably will be running the ball a little bit. They're going to spread it out. There's no question. That's going to be the goal. Arkansas really is going to have the same goal to establish that run. The Razorbacks have have attempted the fewest throws of any team in the SEC with just 65 passing attempt, attempts, and they're ranked third in the conference in rushing attempts, 46.3 attempts per game. Uh, they're only averaging 6.1 yards per rush, or only. They're averaging 6.1 yards per rush. That went up to 7.1 yards per rush against Texas. And they've already had five players eclipse the 100-yard rushing mark. So, um, yeah, they're going to want to start the, the the game out on the ground, try to establish that early. Uh, again, K.J. Jefferson, uh, not the greatest passer, not the most accurate passer. They don't want to rely on him to win, but they will rely on his legs. Uh, he's averaging 7.5 yards per carry. He's got 24 attempts on the year. And we know that his mobility is going to be crucial for the Arkansas win over AM. What does that all mean? Well, points, I think, in offensive production are going to be at a premium for both teams in this game. Both Arkansas and AM need to establish the run to take pressure off their quarterbacks. Uh, we know that Calzada looked good the last couple of games. We know that KJ Jefferson looked good in the last game. Um, this game will be easier for the Aggies if they can shut down that run and make Arkansas rely on Jefferson's arm. 
And it's going to be the same thing for Arkansas. They're going to try to shut down the run of the Aggies and try to make Zach Calzada win this with his arm. So it's going to be a chess match, I think, between Jimbo Fisher and Sam Pittman. Um, predictions? You guys ready for some predictions? Well, of course, I am picking the Aggies to win. It's just what I do. Maybe. Uh, but I think this one's going to be close again. I think it may be a one-score game yet again. But I do see the Aggies coming out on top. We'll give it a score of 24 to 20. How do you like that? 24, 20, 26, 17. Oh, we'll go 24, 20. Let's keep it close. Let's keep it within one score. So that's my prediction. I would love to hear what you guys think. Reach out to me on Twitter, at IndyCarTim. The show is at Aggies Daily. We appreciate everybody subscribing to the YouTube channel. We encourage you, of course, to uh, subscribe. Hit that bell so that you get uh, some notifications. I will be at the game Saturday covering it, so I'll be doing some live video from there as well and posting it on the YouTube channel. So you guys make sure you subscribe, hit the bell, so you get notifications of those. And uh, those of you also that are listening on your favorite podcast app, we appreciate you tuning in, and we would love to hear from you as well. You're welcome to email the show, Daily at gmail.com, or just find me on Facebook, Tim IndyCar, Tim Ham. Again, at IndyCar, Tim, at Daily on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we will do it again Monday. We will review the Arkansas game. I would love to hear your thoughts before then so I can maybe comment on them. So make sure you reach out to me and let me know what you thought of the game. And we'll get into some of those on Monday. Uh, Again, we appreciate you tuning in. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the game tomorrow. If you are out at AT AT&T Stadium, I would love to possibly share a brew with you. Uh, Maybe even buy you one. Or maybe you can buy me one. I don't know. We'll we'll discuss it. But yeah, shoot me, uh, shout me out on Twitter at IndyCarTim. Let me know if you're at the game. I love to meet you, love to talk to you, love to talk to the fans of the show. And I love to meet Aggies fans in general all the way around. But uh, we will do it again Monday. Have a great weekend. Spend it with someone you love. Take care of yourself. And we'll see you.